Welcome back to Off the Cuff. I'm your host, Daniel Priori, and I'm joined by a very funny comedian, actor, anything under the sun in terms of entertainment. Rennie, Rennie, thank you for coming on the show, buddy. Appreciate thank it. Thank you, brother. Are we allowed to like shake hands with COVID and shit? I, I mean, don't know. I don't know the rules. I don't know the rules, but we're gonna make our own as we go. Uh, it's all good. So here on uh, Off the Cuff, uh, you know, we talk about a lot of stuff, but what we Oh, no, no, I was oh, trying, oh, oh, oh. I was adjusting my chair. No, 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 it's all good. Yeah, yeah I'm spinny too over here. It's like a little spinny dervish. Uh, but no, what we like to talk to, uh, we like to talk to entrepreneurs, athletes, peoples of all walks of life, business owners, whatever there is. And, uh, you know, what we try to do is get the message out about mental health and uh, the stigmas of mental health. Um, my first question for you that I wanted to ask is, where'd you get that robe? I was just about to say. Yeah, that's the first yes, question. yes, this robe is... Versace. Yes. Uh, but uh, but yeah, um, you know, uh, that's that's where I got it from. You know, I just I, had to, because I, I don't know. I would say it, you're pulling it off. I have the same one. Don't mm. ever get the slippers, though. The slippers, they don't uh, last. They don't last too long. So okay, I, I would just right. stick with this. I used to wear that shit like a jacket. I would wear it out all the time. For real? Yeah. I'd fucking okay. have a shower wearing it. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit how your career got started. Right. When was the first time you ever fell in love with comedy? Was that at a very young age, or was it something you discovered later in life? Right, so I felt like, I mean, I've always been a fan of comedy. You know, like, even, like, before I even started creating content or anything like that. I love stand-up, love Steve Harvey, Eddie Murphy, the greats, <clears throat> um, Richard Pryor, uh, shoot, Jamie Foxx, um, Red Fox. Uh, but I would say that what, 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 what got, well, yeah, I would say what got me started is seeing them is seeing them at first, like visually seeing them on stage or seeing them in TV shows and movies and just like, man, like that's fire. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you fell in love with it at an early age. Yeah. yeah what was the I first did. time like you created content? So now like when we get to like the beginning of everything, I would say, 2015 summer is when I popped, is when I blew up. What Whatever platform? You want to say Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Do you remember like the first thing that you had yes, that viral? I already remember. So sh first of all, I always say this every interview, but shout out to Shiggy um, from Queens, New York, because I tapped in with, <clears throat> I tapped in with Shiggy. Me and Shiggy probably around the same age, kind of. Who's a better dancer? I am. But anyway, so the thing is, <laughs> The thing is, right, <laughs> um, I bumped into Shiggy in Queens at one point, and we started chopping it up. We became cool with each other, and one thing led to another, and he ended up asking me for a video that I posted on my page that he liked. He was like, yo, send me this. This is fire. I want to post this. Soon as he said that, I remember that text clear as day to this, to this day. Soon as he said that, I was like, okay, it's about to, like, this is my turn now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, okay, that's how I took it. Because that's the type of you, person I am. Were you trying to get on before that? Hell yeah. So, Hell you, yeah. so you've been already. I was like, already, producing. but that's the thing. I was already doing my thing. I was already, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. doing my own work instead of asking for stuff to be done for me. You right, know what I mean? Right. I was already doing my own work, putting stuff out. I was already, yeah, man, I was getting followers and all that, like, gradually. But, but, um, 
when he asked me for the video, and I'm like, yo, he has 200 and something K followers, it's over as soon as he posts this. Right. So I sent in the video, I put my tag on it with my ad name at the top corner. Um, he posted it, and that was the beginning of Rennie. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that was the there beginning of Rennie. Where does Rennie come from? Rennie comes from my childhood. It's a childhood nickname. It's a nickname that my grandmother gave me, actually. Okay. Oh, go. well, my, my aunt, my aunt. Excuse me one second. All good. What? Bless you. Damn, that's a gangster ass name. <laughs> Are you one of those people that sneezes like in sixes? Now I'm playing, huh? Are you one of those per people that sneezes in like sixes? Yeah, no. Every time I sneeze, it's a million times. I'm not gonna lie. Even the cameraman, <laughs> Lamar's nodding. Like, yeah, he does. He yeah, does. See, there it yeah, is. Yeah. So you got the name Rennie from your aunt. Um, My aunt. Yeah. Uh, see, I say aunt. It's all good. Yeah. I mean, people call aunt. People call aunts Mimi. I don't even get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah. my, my Mimi. My, uh, my Mimi. <laughs> or my boo Like, there's so Baba. many weird, but yeah, yeah my but, aunt um, gave me the name. So when you started doing comedy, though, how, were you taking, obviously you were taking it serious before, but once you got, like, the little rub from Shiggy, you knew to turn up at that point. Oh, yeah. So you started getting after it. Without, without a doubt. Is Shiggy from your neighborhood? He's not from my neighborhood. He's from another neighborhood that's not too far away, but uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Shiggy's from St. Albans. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, all right. So at that age, what? In 2015, you're 19, 18? 18, 19. 18, 19. Did you want to do anything else besides entertainment? Hell no. Did you like anything in school? For a little second, for one second, for one second, I was into architecture. That's dope, though. No, it is. It architecture is dope. It's just too complicated for me. Oh, and hard. that's what happened. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so like protractors and shit. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. That yeah. So like I was into it at one point, and then you know, I got an audition. Well, uh, there was an audition for uh, at the same time there was an audition for Hairspray, this musical, this musical play that was being done at my high school. Hair, Hairspray's dope though. Hairspray's fire. Yeah. Right. So. I went and auditioned for it, and I got the part of Seaweed. Yeah. Right? So that was my first play ever in life. Right? How, how old were you? I was like, what, 17, 16, 17? Was this before or after the video? This was way before the video. All right, so you already had like confidence as exactly, a performer. Exactly, exactly. And then I, mean, I went on stage and doing a show like Hairsprays, not easy. Oh, no, uh, no, bro, I killed that shit too. <laughs> But <laughs> I killed that. No, that was I was like, yo, this is my life. So, so, and even before that, I did talent shows in high school. You know, like I'm, I was all, I and mean, I sat in front of movies and TV shows as a little kid, like single age digits. You know, just like wanting to do that shit, yeah. man, for real. That's a beautiful thing. Um, the other thing I wanted to say, what was like home life like in terms like, were there any other entertainers in the house when you were little? Or you're the only one? That was it. For the most part, it was me and my mom, just like before she started getting into like the nine to five business and everything, and you know, like uh, caretaking and stuff like that. Yeah, my mom's a caretaker now. <clears throat> right, yeah. right. And you know, like before that, she was into entertainment, actually, she told me. She, you know, she did talent shows in high school, uh, in, in junior high school and stuff. and. She was into acting and everything, but she didn't take it there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
That's the most I would have as far of as entertainment any, in your family. Yeah, as far as any entertainment in my family. What's the relationship like with your mom? We talked a little bit. We talked a little right, bit right, before. Right, so. right, right. But as far as entertainment too, there is comedy though. Like without, yeah. With, yeah, just without. But cameras. people being themselves. Right. That's what it is. But because we usually get it from somebody. Like my yeah. older brothers, I think are like the funniest people in the world. So like I got to see them do it, and then like my brother Mike got like a million followers on Vine and shit. So like mm-hmm. I got to siphon mm-hmm. off a little bit of like of their shit. Right, right. And I would say the relationship with my mom, man. Um, I'm a mama's boy, man. That's what I Big am. Time. Yeah, I'm a yeah. mama's boy uh, for many reasons, you know, uh, limitless amount of reasons. But <clears throat> definitely, I feel like I'm tight with her. I'm tight. I'm, I'm pretty tight with her. And I get a lot of uh, work ethic and inspiration from her at the same time, you know, just witnessing her go through stuff throughout my life. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's... Uh... Was uh, was dad around when you were little? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Well, he was in and out because of right. their relationship. Yeah. So he was in and out, right? But um, for the most part, I stayed with her, though. Right. See, that's, a, that's, that's the crazy thing to think about. It's like uh, being a woman and raising men, it's, uh, I feel like people who are very close to their mothers, their respect for women is like, always like kind of at an all-time high mm-hmm. but when we're in entertainment we say a bunch of wild shit right so like you know it's i, I get afraid when my mom like watches my content sometimes because mm-hmm. like i'll be saying some wild shit on the internet i just do right um, right right ha- has your mom ever called you and been like oh, i don't like this one no actually she's one of the funniest fucking people alive so yo. she rocks all the way yo man i get a lot of stuff from her Mm. Like, I get a lot of inspiration from mom. her. Yeah, man. Like, we're without a doubt. <laughs> you know, like, like. so here's the thing, too, and I say this a lot, but <clears throat> anytime I talk about her, like, as far as inspiration specifically, it's the stories that she would tell me about her life. Right. But the way she would tell me them, too, that would just rub off on me you Captiv- know like captivating when, yeah captivating stories man when she tell me a story i could see everything in that story and smell it too so that's probably where you get it that's where you oh, get, yeah. that's where you get your stand up yeah from. man and very dramatic <laughs> <laughs> um t- yeah. I, the question i wanted to ask too is you're from queens mm-hmm. um this year you've kind con- you went back home to be with your family because of covid and everything mm-hmm. right um has being home helped your comedy like in terms of like uh more inspiration just being at home because that sounds like yeah, where it all started yeah, definitely definitely i love being home i love i love having work and family all in the same place yeah that's my thing yeah you know um but yeah i definitely feel like you know there was inspiration there's inspiration from that just being comfortable and just having my family around me and just seeing i'm the oldest of four. Oh, you're the oldest of four so yeah uh, brothers, sisters, what do you got? I got two sisters and one brother. Okay. And who's the youngest? The youngest is the girl. Is the my girl. sister. Okay. So what do you, you're 26. Six. And then your brothers? My, my brother's eight. Your brother's eight? Yeah. And sisters, then, 12 and three. 12 and three. Oh, wow. So you got the whole spectrum there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I have a brother that's, like, 10 years older than me, a sister that's, like, 12 years older than me. So, like, I know that that gap. Mm -hmm. A lot of of things change when um, 
you get big on the internet, right? Um, especially hometowns type of shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> For you, when you started to get your fame in Queens, what was the energy like? It was interesting. Like it, it was, it, it gradually started to happen, of course, right? Because you know, it's just it's social media. It's not TV. So like, it gradually started to happen, right? And like in the hometown, it would just be on some oh snap, Rennie, oh oh oh, Rennie, oh yeah, yeah. shit, Rennie. That's the best. Da, da, da. That's the best feeling. Though. That's the best, man. Like I that's, like that. That speaks to my soul when that stuff happens, yeah. man. When it you go like to, to, to your to your old neighborhood and people are just like ah, oh. that's a, that's that's see like a lot of people don't understand that too. It's like you become a legend, kind of in your neighborhoods first. First, that's the best place because first. if the people in your neighborhood think you're funny. Like, that's, really, really think you're funny? You, I feel like I could blow up anywhere. That's it, man. Especially, I mean, shoot, New York. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, being from New York, it's always been something where, like, I felt comedy is, like, a huge melting pot, right? There's all different kinds of comedians. But these guys kind of all started out in different places. Mm-hmm. But being neighborhood funny is almost funnier than being, like, stage funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because if you go back to your neighborhood and you're not as funny, like, they'll let you know. Like, you know, and, and they'll come at you and, they'll, and the, their whole thing will be different. For sure. I mean, my neighborhood is the ones who vouch for me first, really, you know? That's, that's what you need. Yeah, that's, that's the, those are the ones who vouch, vouch for me first, you know? I mean, I mean, I, pro, I, I feel like probably even down to the shares and the comments, likes, the, the, whole, yeah. the whole nine. That's a good thing, too, is like, uh, there's that sense of community when people start riding for you and people start sharing your shit. But like you said, like, Shiggy, like, gave you a rub. Mm-hmm. and threw your thing up on there. But it also takes, like, you have to be able... This is what a lot of people don't understand, is you have to be fit to go viral, though. In the first place. In the first place. Because a lot of people Jay-Z get Jay-Z could shout you out. And then you'll if go you, away. If you don't, and then you'll go right you, back. You have to be to built to stay viral. But if you don't have something of quality right. for these people to come take in after... They see your name somewhere else. They're going to go right back to their lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? And, and unless you keep them. Yeah. And multiply them. Mm. Right? That's how, that's how I see it. See, what I always think about, too, like, especially when it comes to comedy, another thing we always talk on here when I talk to other, like, comedians, it's like, we have to be funny all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like a sense of, like, we feel like we have to be funny every single day, every single minute. That's what we're known for. Mm-hmm. What we're known for is making people laugh. But I'll be honest, I'm a big sad boy. I get sad. Mm-hmm. You know Hell what I mean? Yeah. And like, you know, it's like, it's, it's obviously people listen to the show. Like, you know, I've had my bouts with depression, anxiety, panic. Like I've had, I've had it all. You know, I'm bipolar type two. Mm. Um, and these are things that I've dealt with. I didn't really know about them until like I educated myself and like I actually went and uh, sought therapy and figured out what medications work best for me. You know, I, I always say whatever works best for you, like if you don't need medication, you don't need it. But like for me, that's the route that I went and it worked uh, the best for me. Mm. Um, but I had a lot of these things at my fingertips in terms of access to these things. Mm-hmm. I had to go and get them. Um, growing up in your neighborhood, was mental health something that you guys talked about? Was it something that a lot of people embraced or was it something that was kind of overlooked not really like mental health for the most part growing up it was looked upon as oh he crazy yeah right oh oh, oh 
It's like that one kid that has like that teacher's assistant. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Because like that kid, that kid will wild the fuck out. It's yeah. like, why do we have two teachers in here? Yeah, it's no, just no, for that it's for that kid. guy. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like like people be like, he crazy or like you know or something wrong with you. Why you need help? You know what yeah. I mean? And it's and and that was that that's pretty much the stigma that I kind of grew up on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it was kind of like a lot of people look at like mental health as weakness, right? Mm-hmm. I think as time has gone on, especially with like the social media uh, effect and era, mental health is at an all-time high in terms of awareness. Mm-hmm. But it's also it's it gets desensitized because a lot of people have anxiety and have depression and have panic. So it kind of falls through the cracks in terms of like how severe it is. What I wanted to ask you is, did you ever deal with anything as severe in terms of like depression, anxiety, panic? Because I feel like a lot of entertainers like us, I'm naturally an anxious person. Mm-hmm. So like when it comes time to like performing and stuff, the, it's the lead up to it where I'm very anxious. But once it actually starts, I'm a little more calm. Mm-hmm. But my mind is very busy all the time. Like I'm constantly thinking about what I could do that's funny, um, what I could do, and it drives me fucking nuts. It does. That's what gets me very anxious. For you, have you ever had anything like that in terms of? With entertainment, or do you feel like you kind of have a good grasp on those things? Yeah, I, I, I pretty much, just like you, get anxious every here and there. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's a norm. It's a norm. For me, you know. But I will also say that what helped me with it, and helps me with it to this day, is journaling. Yes, I'm a big journaler myself. I'm a huge. And I journal like crazy, bro. Huge I, journaling fan. Albums. No, I got books in my closet. Oh yeah, like piled up. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 I do I everything. Of, I run out of space. So like, what, uh, you know, whatever you want to share, but like, what do you kind of put in these journals? Just like your. Oh yeah. Uh, in terms of like, is it like your day to day, like how you're feeling like physically? Yeah, yeah. So well, yeah, right, right. That and mentally. Yeah. So like, I, I give my day to day. I give my past, my childhood. Oh wow! Right, that's and that's and that's and that's definitely in the beginning when I first started journaling. When I first started journaling, I was in uh, my sophomore year of college or something like that. And the reason I started journaling, journaling was because of anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, it was because of that. So uh, I would say that when I definitely first started, though, it was all about childhood and leading up to this point in my life. Trying to figure out I why, to, why I had this to get that like out the way so that I could talk about what's going on. Right. Now. Right. Right. Yeah. No, that, that's a that's a big thing for me. Yo. I love fucking journaling because I do it like with like a mathematical side to it. So like what I do is, is like when I was having like my really bad anxiety and panic at an all time high, mm-hmm. I had things charted like uh, anxiety level, panic level. And in the beginning, they were all tens, 10 mm-hmm. being the worst. But as I started journal uh, journaling, like three or four months, it was down to like three and two. And then after a while, it was like one, zero, 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 Mm -hmm. one, zero, zero, zero. Like journaling was so fucking important for me to be able to express what I was going on because I think as comedians, we have a hard time expressing ourselves and being taken seriously when it comes to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So for me, I know that my journal is gonna take me pretty fucking serious because it's from me, I wrote it. And it really helps me get the point that I want to get across. But it also gives my mind some structure. 
You know? Exactly. That's the thing. It gives me some structure in terms of just enlightening myself because, like you said, you write about your past. You probably didn't know that certain things from your past bothered you so much until you wrote until it down. Until you started writing. Yeah, until you wrote it down. So when you, uh, where'd you go to college? Brooklyn College. Nah, yeah. BC. Um, the question I wanted to ask, what were you studying in college? I was studying theater. So you went full on. Full on, man. That's awesome. Wanna, yeah. That's awesome. Because full a lot on. of people are afraid to go to college for theater. Because you like a lot of people go and they're like, yeah, well, you know, I'll minor in it and like this, like a lot. You don't see a lot of theater majors. Those are people that really want to fucking act. Right, right, yeah, no, exactly. That I, I definitely like. I, I, well, I definitely did that out of passion for sure, like out of passion and deep belief that I'm going to do whatever I'm about to do for yeah. real. Yeah, and I mean, listen, yeah. uh, if you guys don't know, Rennie's amassed over pretty much two two million fucking Instagram followers. That's an amazing accomplishment in itself, but like what we know is what's the next thing? Mm-hmm. What can we do next to get us to the next level? Because mm-hmm. it's a very competitive business that we're in mm-hmm. and it's a very anxiety ridden business because mm-hmm. the phone never sleeps, right? There's always somebody watching your content. There's always somebody looking at you, putting you under a microscope. Every time. And then what we were talking about too is things that we experience Nobody really in the world goes through that unless you're another social influencer. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't understand like the anxiety and people might hear this and be like, oh man, like boo-hoo, like that. It's not as easy as you think. No, no. To be relevant on the internet. And I hate using the word relevant because people, I feel like people say irrelevant and it's like a very Kardashian term. It's like, you're so fucking irrelevant. But like, it's really hard to be funny all the fucking time. People come to us for entertainment. And a lot of it's free. So, like, if you go to uh, your Instagram, which is free, you have to be funny all the time. The worst is, for me, on days that I don't want to be funny, I feel like I let people down. Mm. I feel like I let my audience down. Like, if I don't do something that's funny. And I used to take all of this in and have really hard... um, Like, I see where I made it in my career and, like, how happy I am to be where I'm at. But... We talked a little bit about this before, before we started the show, is like, I do have like survivor's remorse. Like I, like I do, because I look at a, lo- a bunch of people, like friends that I've had who would love to be in the space that I'm at, but they can't. And I feel like sometimes as a comedian, I get things that I don't deserve sometimes. I feel like I, I don't deserve all the amazing things in, in my life. And I don't know why I feel that way, but I think it comes down to survivor's remorse. It really does. But do you ever feel like that, though? Like, in terms of, like, yo, like, I don't know why all this nice shit happens. Yeah, definitely survivor's guilt. I get survivor's guilt a lot um, from time to time. Um, But I would say that I'm doing better with it now. And it's because of my come up and like coming from Hollis, Queens, New York and having friends in junior high school, you know, that went a different route, you know, went a different route that wasn't good for them. Right. You know what I mean? But they were dope people. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, you get, you get caught up in that neighborhood lifestyle. Yeah. You know, for you, at a young age, I'm sure you saw things at a young age that probably somebody shouldn't have seen. Right. You know what I mean? Um, right. 
Hollis Queens, if you guys don't know about Hollis Queens, I mean, uh, that's where Run DMC is from. Uh, it used to be pretty fucking bad over there. Uh, right. I think, right. It, is it a little bit better now? Because I remember yeah, yeah, in like yeah, the yeah. 90s and like the early 2000s, that shit was wackadoodle. Right. Yeah. That shit was fucking wild <laughs> over there, you know, in the 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> I remember because I, I used to go buy weed over there sometimes. And I remember just being like, yo, dude, like, I don't know how the fuck you guys do it because this fucking neighborhood is wild. Mm-hmm. It's, a little, it's a little more chill now. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. definitely a little bit more chill Lamar, now. Lamar like, filming is like, yeah, it's a little more chill now. <laughs> you see, like, white people on bikes and shit. <laughs> like, those motorized skateboarders. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 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 fucking gentrifying the whole area. <laughs> Doing their due diligence. <laughs> Doing Tai Chi in the park and shit. That's fire. <laughs> No, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely survivor's guilt, man. No, that's what I'm saying though. Like uh, when you like uh, to come full circle, what I was gonna say is coming back from COVID and being with your family. You know, I didn't see my family for a year. Mm. I was down in Florida. I didn't see my mom for a year because just of COVID. I couldn't get up here. They, my mom is asthmatic and diabetic, so she was just like, "If uh, I get this yeah. shit, it's a wrap for me, dog." So I was like, "I feel you." Um, has being uh, home. And obviously, you're a stand-up comedian, so all these clubs were shut down. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of work, really, except for, like, Instagram and shit. And, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking about, like, advertising and shit like that. Yeah. Did you feel that you were able to write? As much as you journal, were you able to write comedically during uh, COVID? It, 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 not, not as much. I wasn't able to write that much during COVID right. because of what was going on. You know, not to mention George Floyd and right. Breonna Taylor and a lot of others, you know, so that definitely like took the front seat yeah. in Rennie's brain. You know what I mean? Um, so obviously uh, Derek Chauvin was uh, found guilty. Um, I wanted to ask you because obviously I'm not black. Um, people don't For know. real? No, a lot, a lot of people ask me to be like, yo, you're black. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm not no. black. I'm Puerto Rican and Italian. Um, but can I ask you, in terms of seeing something like that and the, the guilty verdict being handed down, what were your feelings when you found out that he was found guilty on all those charges? Let's get some more work done. Mm. Yeah, let's, that, that, was a, that was cute. Right. That was very cute. Yeah. Um, but let's really dig our hands in and get a lot more work done on the same accord. Right. Yeah, you know I, I mean? I, yeah no, I think, you're, I think you're 100% right because, yeah. listen, as an outsider looking in, um, for me, it's, that's like a, that should have been happening. Man, it's a bunch of times. It's like a like 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 a a whole bunch. (laughs) So like you know, it's um, it's like being, it's like getting excited. You can't get too excited. Mm -mm. That should just be the start of what people have to go out. It's like man, it's like really honestly, I should have been doing this. Yeah, honestly, it's like I should have been doing this. No, fuck all that happy to like, excuse my language, happy to like. No, say whatever you want, dude. Good news and be uh, persecuted and all of that and um, guilty. We need a lot more cases like this. Yeah, What's next? yeah, we need a lot more cases. And like then this. I see like Nancy Pelosi on TV being like, uh, uh, George Floyd like sacrificed his life. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, this he guy shouldn't he, even he have shouldn't to. have had to. 
shouldn't even have to do that. No, this you got is, murdered. And, and, it's and, not and, the biblical scripture. What's she no, talking no, about no. sacrifice? Yeah, I was just like, what are you talking? That's not how that works. I was just like, ah. <laughs> Lady, catch up. They can, they shouldn't, they, don't let white people talk about any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Take a back seat. Let somebody yeah, else talk. Yeah, don't comment on this. Yes, please. But I always like to ask because, you know, growing up, um, a lot of my black friends that I grew up with was through sports. Mm. So playing a lot of hoops and football and, you know, I got to see what being black in America is like from the outside looking in. Mm. I will always ask uh, when I have somebody, uh, a person of color on the show, whether they're black, brown, whatever, do you feel that in time, in your lifetime, that you will see one police brutality I think police brutality, it should be illegal. Mm. I feel that police should not have the right to kill anyone, and especially people of color. So Joe Biden, I always said it too. I said, you want to do that? You're on fucking Power 105.1 saying if you don't vote for me, you're not black. How about you make it illegal for cops to kill black people? You heard that? Make it illegal for cops to kill black people, and then maybe they'll vote for you. Joe but anyway, Biden? That's my, that's my one thing. Sorry. <laughs> right. that, that's my one political thing. But for you... Where do you want to see the civil rights movement go next? Like in terms of, because this is a lot of post-traumatic stress built up for years and years and years. And this is shit that I don't know about. This is what I hear from my friend. You being a black American, an African American, but I don't like to stray too far away from the word black because this is what people get judged for is the color of their skin, right? Mm -hmm. Tell me what growing up in Hollis, Queens was like, because you have a black uh, population there. But Queens is like kind of a melting pot. Like mm -hmm. you got like men. Actually, I went to um, a predominantly Asian and white high school. Yeah. I went to Francis Lewis High School. Francis Lewis High School. So yeah. it was like, it was a melting pot though, right? You had like yeah, white no. and Asian. Right. A lot of Asians in Queens. Yeah. That's what people don't know. Hell yeah. Asian people all Flushing, flushing, they heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you do like, uh, what was your first job? Wow, my first job was at Checkers. At Checkers? Yeah, Checkers. This is the thing I always like to ask people that are entertainers too. We've always had the worst fucking jobs. Yo, like, I was yo, hype as shit though. No, 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 like you find fun, <laughs> you had fun doing it? I had my little uniform, I was hype, man. I had my name tag, okay, I, I polished my name tags. <laughs> yo, you should, you should have kept it. I did, I don't know, I done moved. Yeah, so many times. Of, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, dude, yo, I was a mover. That I got shit a picture. was so trash. Uh, I was a babysitter at one point. I was like, who's fucking trusting oh, me? You was hustling, children? hustling. Oh, yeah. So, mm -hmm. pizza delivery. I've had every whack ass job there is. And I there's nothing the, wrong with those yeah, jobs, no. but just for me, I was so bad at them mm. that they were whack. I did uh, Abercrombie and Fitch. You know, I you got. Had the, you had the smell like that? I got, all my, day. I got my sexy on. Nah, um. Yeah, the whole store smelled oh like Oh my it. god, that shit is on I didn't smell like it, but the whole store, like, yeah. You must have been the only black guy in Abercrombie and Fish. Nah, I was like, one more. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, one more. But, oh, uh, yeah, I did that. Then I did, uh, I did the, yeah, right, the movie theater after that. And then, I, yeah, that was it. Uh, movie movie theater. All right, so yeah. let's talk about the job of the movie theater. Were you like a ticket taker? Were you doing like a. It was all type of jobs. So they would switch you around. One day you could be the ticket taker, one day. You are cleaning up the theater. One day you concessions, you know. Did you, uh, can you watch movies for free? Hell yeah. That was the best part about the job. So at what age were you doing that? 
2021. 2021. 20. Wow, wow. So you were still working yeah. while you were grinding, right? That's yeah. what a lot of people don't understand. Mm -hmm. Is I worked at a group home while I was popular on the internet. Like people would see me be like, yo, let me get a picture with you. And then like, exactly. I would go work. Then I would go work at a group home and they'd be like, yo, Danny, if you don't clean up this piss, we're going to kill you. <laughs> like you're about to get fired. Two different lives. When did you start doing comedy full time? Isn't the best. 2017. It's the best feeling in the world, right? Just knowing yeah. I could do this fucking full time. Oh I'm, man, I'm no, no, it is. It is the best. It is the best. Ah. I haven't had a nine to five in four to five years. It's the best feeling in the world. Man. It's the best feeling in the world. I didn't world. even know it was going to happen like that, though. No, nobody really does. It's I stressful as shit. Because now it's just like, all right, yo, if I don't work, like, I'm not going to eat. Yeah, like, it's like, okay, all right, now, now this is it. Let me, I got to work. <laughs> that's, the, that's the hardest part uh, for me was realizing, mm -hmm. like, yo, like, I don't have normal hours. Like, I don't have normal shit. But what I have to understand is if I really want to do this, I have the opportunity to do it. I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah, no, to the fullest. Because I've had a couple of times where a lot of a lot of entertainers too, what we deal with, I'm just speaking like for me, but in people that I know, we deal with self-doubt a lot. Imposter syndrome. Yeah. So uh, we doubt ourselves at such a high level mm -hmm. when the people closest to us would be like, yo, you're the funniest fucking guy I ever met. But that's why you need that. You're the most talented person I ever met. Yeah. And you're looking at them. It's like, yo, stop lying. Right, right. He's like, no, because we're our own biggest enemies. Biggest critics. We're our own biggest critics. We sit on content. Uh, we, we don't put stuff out because we're afraid we're going to get judged. Mm -hmm. A whole bunch of shit. At one point, at what point were you like, yeah, like, listen, I actually believe in myself. It took me a long fucking time to get there. That was 2015, man. Yeah, 2015. Was like, I was like, it. fuck that. I'm doing, I'm doing whatever I want to do on this internet. Yeah. 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 And, and I then, agree and with then, you. And then... Y'all gonna like it because I know this shit is hot. Like yeah. it was on some I was man. You, you I, have to I be really, a little bit of an egomaniac. Yeah, to do what you do. hell yeah. You have to yeah. be a little bit. Yeah. You have to be. Yes. Yes. Um, so uh, I always ask people, what was your first big job? Okay, I was about to get to that too. Yeah. Early in the conversation, 2017, it was Honda. It was a Honda commercial that I starred in. Oh. Yes. Do you remember any of the lines? Hell yeah. I, I came, it was, I knocked out everything. Like, what, give, give, us, give, give us one of the Honda lines. What's the, like, the, the, the outro line? What is it? Uh... <laughs> you put me on the spot. I'm no, trying no, to no, no, it's all good. I'm trying to remember now. Um... Did they have you, Built like, in Bluetooth. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have you, like, walking around the whip and shit and, like, pointing at yeah, shit? Yeah, no, but, like, we not, had like, a, looking yo, at the it was so, it was a big job, man. It was from, like, freaking day to, to midnight. It was a long day of work. It was the longest day of work I ever had. So, the so they came out with three commercials. Was acting. Huh? The longest day of your life was actually acting. Was actually acting. Wow. Um, so that was your first big bag. That was my first big bag. Doing three commercials for Honda. Yes. Was that the moment where you were kind of like, okay, there's money in this too? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's the hardest thing, bro, is like you see a lot of entertainers who like like we've talked about we we struggle with self-doubt from time to time i'm mm -hmm. sure you struggle with it sometimes now mm -hmm. um after that first bag comes you kind of get a little more confident mm -hmm. but i spent the shit out of mine Woo! i spent mine i'm glad so we far. got to that part i <laughs> spent my shit so fast and then i started doubting myself again after right 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 but then you're like yo like oh another job <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah the thing is too is 
as like 1099ers, if people don't know that, is uh, we get paid in front and then we have to pay taxes later. So right. we, we think that money that is ours is ours, but it's, it, it doesn't. And that's what happened. And that's, <laughs> yeah, and that's what happened. You know, I always think about that. Um, that's that future song. He was like, I made 100000 and I freaked it. Yeah. That is, that, <laughs> that is, friends, I was going in. Love it. Love it. But yeah, no, what was the first big thing you bought? Sheesh. I bought a car from my, I bought a car from my mom's. See? Yeah. See that? Give your mom some money. Also yeah. down the line too. That's kind of what we do it for though, right? So like we have our own egos that like we're like, yeah, like we're the shit. But like being able to do something for like our moms and our parents, that's like the that's a big, big thing. Man, that's more than everything. That's more than I could explain. Yeah. Man. What's your like uh what's your relationship like with your dad? I'm cool, yeah. Dad, dad I'm, I'm cool. Because um, like we, not as, we, we glossed over it, yeah. so like I wanted to go back to it and just... I'm cool. Probably not as cool as I would want to be, yeah. right? And that's probably a whole... Other, other thing to do. Other part of, uh, part of research to do as of why, but, um, but we're pretty okay for the most You're part. You're okay? Is, that's, okay is that something part. like, um, you know, listen, if there's anything you don't want to talk about, feel no, free no, not to talk cool. about it. Cool. But, it's 2021. Um, what hasn't happened? Yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, I'm sure, though, like, you've talked a little bit about your success with them. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that kind of been like in terms of, like, before you were successful and then, like, conversation that you have with them now? Like, is there any, um, is there any guidance there? Or is that something that you seek more of, maybe, Pops? Possibly? I seek more of it, but it's, any, it's not really any guidance there uh, because... Well, I'm not, I don't even know why, because, but it's not really any guidance there. Off the back, for one, he didn't, he doesn't know anything about that kind of life. Right. Right. Um, that's already one. And um, the other reasons, you know, that, 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 that could be on how, how his come up was or what his whole thing is because right. that's a whole other thing the way your father grew up right? yeah 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 listen my and dad we, grew up uh his dad was an italian immigrant and he was like kind of a kind of a hard ass so like mm. my dad rebelled against his dad he mm. was like listen like you know like my dad married a puerto rican woman and that, like that wasn't the coolest thing to do you know okay. what i mean like i, I guess it's like an italian dad who was just like oh right, you're gonna right. marry some like spanish woman now like what the fuck is this right you know so like you know dad's I didn't, I, my, listen, I lived with my dad my whole life. I didn't get close to my dad until I had a nervous breakdown, bro. Like, my dad was always like, oh, he's all right. Like, he's the one of my kids who's like, okay. And then I had a nervous breakdown, bro, and me and my dad, we sat in the same room for like four days in a row, and we just fucking cried, bro, and just talked about being meant and like what, what it's like to, uh, to have that. So it took me, my dad lived with me my entire life, and it took me 30 years I would say to, to get to know him. So right. like, you know, like at some point, like I think as you get older, cause I got like six years on you. Mm-hmm. As, if that's something you really want, the only thing is if you make that effort to talk to your dad and, and you really want to have that connection with your dad, even if he doesn't, at least you tried to make the connection. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. You know? and, and with time, time will fix shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. telling you, because you need to be level headed. That person needs to be level headed. Like I said, my dad, I grew up watching, Nick's games with my dad, and that's really all we talked about was like Nick's shit, uh, 
how good I was doing at football and basketball and shit. But talking about manhood is totally different. It's totally different. So look at my dad in the face knowing that he's made mistakes and I've made mistakes and having that real man-to-man conversation, it's worth it to put the effort in on both sides. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing to feel because mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I've ne- I, didn't, I felt like I didn't know my dad until I was 30 and I grew up with the motherfucker. And he was around me all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I, it, it took me going through something so horrible at the time. You know what I'm saying? So to give you a little bit like a backstory on me is uh, about four or five years ago, I had a nervous breakdown. I kept just having panic attacks, anxiety. I had no idea what it was. I didn't know what the shit was. Mm. And uh, it got to a point where I was just like, yo, I don't want to be here anymore, bro. This is so bad. I can't live like this. Mm. So I was like, yo, my girl, she's going to go to work. Um, I was living on the 11th floor. I had a terrace and I was like, I'm going to jump off of this shit. I can't do this anymore. So I get up there and I'm just kind of just like, all right, let's give this one more shot. Let's just go check ourselves in somewhere. But before this was when I was going through it and my dad stayed in a room with me for five days in a row and made sure I was okay. Made sure I was eating. Dude, I couldn't shit. I couldn't piss. I was was terrified Hmm. to go to the bathroom, to go to the store. And this is where I saw my dad. Like, my dad was always my dad. But, like, this was like, yo, this is my dude. Hmm. Because we, my dad has five kids. So, you know, my older brother had a kid when he was 16. So my dad was a grandpa, like 30-something. So he had to worry about my brother Jared and the, uh, my niece Elizabeth. And then my sister, Kathy's adopted. And, you know, her mom did not take care of her very well before we brought her into the family. So that, and my brother Michael has Tourette's. So a lot of people had to deal with other things. I was like the one my dad was kind of like, all right, this one's got the least amount of problems. He'll be all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there was a little bit of, uh, of neglect there accidental but into the point where he realized um as things were going we just started talking about life bro just like shit that we've done wrong and the mistakes that we've made real stuff and we came together as men and been like yo any differences that we ever had we squashed them right there because talking to my father as a man was way different than talking to my father as a kid because now it's like when you talk to your dad there were things i was mad at him about Growing up, I said, how could you do things like this? How could you say things like this? And then I grew up and I was like, yo, you know what? I understand it. I understand it. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. I see it, though. Right? I see it, though. You see it a little different when you get older. Mm-hmm. I think at some point, like I know, like you said that you were seeking like the guidance from your dad. That, that's going to come if you want it to come. It, it, it will. I'm telling you. Right. So like from like just like slightly briefly, like one of the moments that recently happened was we actually had a moment like that in some sort when I did my first movie, mm. right? So like I did, I just did a movie that came out on BET called The Christmas Lottery uh, in December. And uh, we had a heart to heart in the car after he saw the movie and everything um, and that was that. That was a good step in the right direction. I'll say that. That's why, like, um, it's a. It's something that if you want it to work out, just keep hammering away, bro. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. it's weird how life works sometimes, dude. Like, I had to go through the worst shit in my life to be like, to, right. to get closer with my dad. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and um, it's even the same thing with my mom, but like life gets real very fast. So you being 26, the only, I pray for you. Like I really do for you young, for you young guys, you entertainers is remember why you got into it for the, in the first place. Right. Yeah. And that's to take care of yourself and take care of your mom. And I love it. And you love it. Yeah. And this is what you love to do. So you can't forget, once you lose that, there's nothing, there's nothing. It's nothing you have there. all your eggs in one basket, which is a perfectly good thing to do. It's because you believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. But remember, with entertainment, it's a what have you done for me lately business. Mm-hmm. So that's why take care of yourself like, and take care of your family. First and foremost. First and foremost, because, dude, God forbid anything ever happens. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You, you don't know. Yeah. Um, a, a couple more questions for you. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? Hmm. In five years. And then I, I have a follow up, which is a, a little iller. Okay. In five years, I see myself as a millionaire. Okay. And. Shit, you do two more fucking Honda commercials, you'd be a millionaire. <laughs> right, right, right. Millionaire. Uh, Multiple businesses, um, uh, maybe, maybe even a, a dad, maybe even a dad. So you want children? Yeah, I think I do. I think I do. You want, you want to, do you want to get married? I wouldn't mind getting married. All right. So you're, you're in for, for all the dad stuff. Yeah. Dad life. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be a cool ass dad. I'll give you that. Here's my follow. Appreciate you. Here's my follow. (laughs) Here's my follow-up question. Where do you see yourself in five months? Five months. Isn't that the harder one? It, it is. should be the easier one, but it's the harder one. In five months. What goals, what short-term goals do you have? Whether it's with your mental health, whether it's with your physical health, your financial health. No, like, five did, did, months, I definitely want to be six-packed up. You want to be six-packed up? I want to be six-packed up. Because right. you work out a bunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I definitely, especially recently, um, meaning in the past few uh, uh, weeks to months. Um, but yeah, I've been on that Tip road. Yeah, I've been yeah. on that road. And uh, definitely that. Um, I would say I want to be doing a podcast. There you go. Um, there and, it is. And, and spitting out movies and spitting out movies see like that's the thing too like covid's taught a lot of entertainers too we have to try like multiple shit we have to do multiple things mm-hmm. because if we're not doing like if we try to just like do acting like yo acting shut down mad movies got canceled i've been waiting for this batman for like mad long that shit ain't never coming out yo. <laughs> for real so i'm just like yo i want to see robert pattinson fucking beat the shit out of someone like i'm for with real. it you know what i mean Zack snyder's avengers shit came out they were after me yeah you know, you know what, what i mean, mean? Yeah. 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 covid had people watching four hours Zack snyder cuts and shit i was like yo what the fuck is going on oh. every movie was canceled that was about to be fire so i was like all right now i have to wait this is where I'm just like, yo, people got to understand. You got to have multiple fucking hustles out Going here. Going on, yes. Because if one falls through. Especially entrepreneur-wise. Oh, yeah, yes. dude. Dude, we don't eat. If I don't do what I do, I do not eat. I have no college degree. Mm-hmm. I barely have a high school degree. I really think that they gave it to me just so I would leave. 
You know what I'm it's saying? It's a do like, or die. It's a do or die. And my thing is... And that's what... But, right, go ahead. That's what makes it so ill. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, yo, I could do this shit. Yes. That's why when you got that check from Honda, you're like, holy fuck, I could do this. Hell, heck yeah. Heck and yeah. you want to know who believed it? Uh, you probably believed it before then. Yeah, I did, though. But I had money, to. But the, had... but the money makes it nice. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. All right, at least I knew what I was talking about. No, like, I knew yeah. what I knew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody... <laughs> Kiss my I'm, <laughs> I'm not crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So, yo, dude, Not listen. Crazy. Rennie does stand up, dude. You sell out pretty much anywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Anywhere, anytime, you sell out. Talk to me about stand up. What do you love so much about stand up as, you know, against acting? Okay. And, and what do you love to do more? Damn. I, so, I don't even have an answer for that. That's second, fine. That's fine. Yeah, that yeah, second yeah. part, I love both of them motherfuckers. Yeah. But thing with stand-up I love is the immediate reaction of people. That, right? insta- that instant gratification. Oh, my gosh. Like, that all of us millennials seek. Whoo. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> we get high off that shit. That shit is like, exactly. I'll tell you, that shit is like sex sometimes. Yo, It's man. just like, yo, like, we're making people laugh. I'm like, damn, I'm horny. People be... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, man, people are laughing. I'm horny in here now. Who's in the crowd? Yeah, just like, what's <laughs> going on out here? Making people laugh is but, like, we get off on that shit. That's very yeah, weird, no, but it's very true. No, for real, for real, man. And um, I would say that's it. Like getting that immediate reaction from the audience and getting that visceral response. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. It's nothing like that. There's nothing like human it's interaction. Like human human interaction. You can type and text your, your, your brain off. And that's the thing, though. There's nothing like There's nothing like it. But you, also, but you also got that practice from working at Checkers, probably. Yeah, no, working Work, at being a, Working at a movie theater. Having siblings. The, having like, siblings. Like, dude, we still, you know I mean? we, we, we learned. Dude, there's bits like my brothers did that I'll still use to this day. Mm. And, like, there'll be some of, like, my biggest ones. Because it's, it's weird. The influences that we have, especially as entertainers, we're very sponge brain people. Mm-hmm. We observe. We're very, a lot. Ob- we're very observant. Very observant. And we make funny, funny content out of like very serious shit a lot of times. But mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the only way. That's a coping mechanism for us. But that's coping ne- coping mechanism for our, our audience. Yeah, too. For sure, they yeah. want an escape that's, from a lot. That's of the what wild they're attracted shit. to. As like, well. you know, it's. There's, there's a thin line. I wanted to ask your question, uh, a question on this, too. Being a stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. has it been harder to write with PC culture? PC culture. Like, uh, like politically Canceling. correct. Yeah, like cancel culture and stuff um, like that. No, 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 no. You'll, I, say, you'll say whatever I'll say you want. I'll say whatever I want still. On I'm stage. Not gonna, yeah, I, I, yeah. I love that. Love, I love every bit of that. Yeah, for real, man. Com- people got to understand comedy is comedy. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Don't touch comedy. Touch everything else. Yeah. Comedy was built on Talk truth. Talk wild shit. Yep. Comedy was built on truth, you know? So unless you trying to take comedy out of the world, which... You got to leave it. At this point. And that's what people got to understand is there's comedy for all kinds of people. Like, there's some wild-ass comedy. Like, oh, I've yeah. seen some comics where I've been like, oof. That was tough. Right? Yeah, but, like, people were laughing at it. And I was like, yeah. damn, dude, that shit was mad offensive. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll yeah. just be looking around like, I'm not an easily offended And that shows guy. you that the world is real, man. Fuck that. That's the world what is saying. a real place. The world at is the a real place. At the end of the day, it's real. It's real. Um, I always ask, too, when we talk to comedians, uh, do you remember your first bombing story? Man. I'll tell you when I have one. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what it is. 
That's what people don't understand, too. I love every five we have. We have to come back together with this thing. Right. Every Everybody that has, like, an audience, too, it's like the people that come to see us are our fans, right? So mm-hmm. that, that's, like, kind of like a, a safe space. It's a win-win. It's, it's a win-win. It's, like, it's hard. You just got to come and be the person that they want to see. Yeah. Um, that they've been seeing. In terms of your journaling, do you still do it to this day? I have... Where's my duffel bag at? My... my my books is in my duffel bag right now. See, that's that's a beautiful. Any meditation? That's next. That's next, bro. And, I meditate and hot yoga. And hot yoga. Yes. See, I, see, I'm I have health anxiety, so I'm afraid I'll die at one of those things. <laughs> I've seen people pass out and shit. Yo, I did one Bikram yoga class like seven years ago, mm. and this white girl just fell out so hard. Okay, and for some reason, it. they took her out like it was a normal thing. <laughs> like we were all doing it. They were like, "All right, vinyasa." I was like, "This bitch is dead." I was like, yo, like, somebody come and get her, yo. I'm like, she's not moving. Oh, my gosh. That's why they call that hot. Yeah. I guess. um, I don't know. Meditation for me has been huge. I do that shit every day, 30 minutes to an hour. Wow. I do. I'd be transcendent and shit. Like, I I did an episode last last week. Uh, I was talking to this dude about it. Uh, You know, like, when you'll be driving? This is the only way I can explain it. You'll be pushing the whip, right? And you daydream, and then, like, 10 seconds later, you're like, yo, I've been driving this whole time, and I wasn't even here. Yes. It's that, like you got abducted by aliens. That's yes. what that shit is like. So, like, I'll have meditations where I do that, and I'm telling you, bro, like, um, it's, it's mad spiritual. So, like, when you're doing mm-hmm. it and you're just like, yo, holy shit, like, the first couple months you're like, this shit don't work. And then you're like, yo, bro, my, brain, my brain went somewhere that it's never been before. Mm-hmm. No drugs, you know, mm-hmm. no alcohol. I'm just sitting there, and my fucking brain went somewhere else. Like, it got beamed up into a fucking spaceship. So Satellite. start slow though, mm-hmm. like 10 minutes a day, because people want to get out the jump and be like, yo, I'm gonna meditate for three hours. And like, you can't, you can't do it. Like no, that. no, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ease into it. Ease into it. With, uh, with comedy, do you have a tour coming up? I mean, I'm on tour right now. You're on tour right now. Where's the next city? Is next, it sold out? Well, it's about to be. It's so like, get your tickets. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to be. Get your tickets ASAP. How's, but, um, how's touring been though? Oh man. You're happy to get back out there, obviously, right? Well, to get out there, period. Well, get back and get in. Because I started touring, I started doing stand-up specifically only January 2020. So, like, oh, so you, I've been yeah. doing comedy all this time, and I just started stand-up last year in January. Were you nervous to do it, or you just weren't ready for it? I wasn't ready for it. I felt like I wasn't ready for it. So I had I to like do too. the work so that I felt ready. See... The thing that's amazing that as entertainers, I feel like I keep saying that, but it's just the truth. We're both mm. entertainers. Um, getting that new kind of high, though, because you got a new one. Acting would be a high for you. So it's yes. like Honda commercial. You're like, yeah, I'm high off. Acting of is one. Stand up is one. And social media is another one. Yeah, bro. We're addicted to that shit. Hell yeah. And I have no problem admitting it. Like, people will be like, yo, like, you're addicted to social media. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, All right, fuck it. Yeah. Sadly, it's a part of my fucking job. Right. But I'll tell you this right now. I'll be honest with you. If I could be a successful, like, actor or something where, like, you don't have to have Instagram and shit, I would trade everything totally. for that. Totally. I hope that I get so big one day that I never have to go on Instagram. I don't even got to log in this motherfucker. No. It's just like, yeah, I'm like doing like the new right. Marty movie. I'm doing like the new Scorsese film. I'm yeah. just like, I'm chilling. 24 million in the bag. Yeah, don't, don't ask me about anything, about no, I just any want, type of update. Yeah, I, just, yeah I want to just get so big that like a 13-year-old girl handles my social media and like gets me mad likes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like I never even meet her. 
She just like lives in like another country right, and she's right, ill right. with it. She's just going off. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, I didn't even know I did that. That's mm-hmm. fire. Um, so you're on tour right now. What's the next city? Next city is DC, Washington, DC. Washington, DC. Do you have a favorite city to perform in? Shoot, I gotta see it all to get Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I gotta have, see what's I gotta your favorite see first. So far? so far, man, Miami. Yeah, Miami's lit. Connecticut. Where'd you do? Hartford? Um, Bridgeport. Bridgeport. Yeah. Cool town. Yeah, that, yeah, definitely, man. Connecticut, uh, Texas. Yeah. Oh, you uh, you made it that far out. Oh, yeah, man. Yo. Man, and then when California opens up again, you'll be living out there. Oh, brother. Yeah. Trust me. Trust me. Definitely got to hit uh, west side. Yeah. Once you go out there, things will open up. Um, also, just for the, for the audience, um, uh, Randy and I spoke for like what, like six hours before we fucking before filmed, we even before filmed. we filmed this thing. Yeah. Um, getting to know you today has been kind of ill because I've seen you on the internet and shit mm. before. So I'm just like, yo, like, um, I will say of all the people that I've met on the internet, you're exactly who I thought you would be once I met you in public because we've been uh. trying to get this interview done for like a little bit, but I pretty much I thought I got COVID once. Mm. And then you had a show. Mm-hmm. So we ended up linking and we started talking about shit that I would have never thought that we'd talk about. Uh, just talking about uh, how to be professional. Uh, we were talking about how to make new strains of income for right. your business. And this, these are the type of things I try to get um, through on this show. Is It's not as so much a, of a mental health show. It's about just an overall health show. Like there are such things as uh, financial wellness. Like how to take care of your money. You know what I mean? We were just both talking about we got two big ass bags when we were mad little and we spent that shit. Right, right, right. It's the pillars. It's financial, spiritual, physical, mental. Yeah. And you know, um, we were talking too about, um, you were like, yo, just here's one thing that you need to know about black people. We're mad spiritual. Hmm. Um, That's, I want you to expand on that because once you said that to me, I was like, yeah, that's beautiful as fuck. Um, yeah, right, right. What, what, what do you mean by that? Um, I can speak for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I tell this story a, a lot, like, like every, mostly every time like, that I'm conversing with somebody about my upbringing and stuff yeah. like that. But I, I grew up in church. My mom took me to church a lot. Um, but more specifically, I was at church one time, right? And um, I'll never forget this moment. Um, and I was with my little sister. I was with my little sister, and we were in the back of the church. They were having mass and everything, and out of nowhere, I started to bust out tearing. I started yeah. crying, you know so, what I mean? Yeah. And profusely at that. And nothing happened that day. I was regular, I was fine, but out of the blue, literally, literally out of the blue, I was just busting out into tears in church. And it was this grateful, it was just this mixture of grace and like being grateful and epiphany-like kind of vibe. It's God, homie. That's God. And from then on, I prayed every day of my life. To this day, I pray every day that I get up. Oh, me too. Me too. I I became spiritual later. When I was a kid, I went to church all the time. Mm -hmm. And then like my dad uh, and my mom just kind of just like fell out of love with the church a little bit because of like what was going on. Mm -hmm. Um, But dude, I was over here. I almost started crying just now. I I was in Lenox Hill Hospital, bro. I was in the psych ward. I remember when I'm laying down at night 
you know, I don't know when I'm going to get out of there. I'm, I'm on a hold. They won't let me out. And I, look, I remember, dude, I said, God, if you get me out of this thing, I swear, I will praise your name every day and I will let people know about what has happened here. I swear, since that day, I've been able to handle my panic attacks and my anxiety through fucking praying to God. Praying wow. to God. Yo, because at that point, I felt wow. like I, I, had no one, I had no one else. Wow. I had no one else but God at that moment. Yeah, and but that's where you find That's where that's I where felt you find your it. moment where you started crying. That's mm-hmm. where I felt. I said, that's God right there. Because yeah. I remember the day after I felt peace for yeah. the first time in months. I felt peace. My heart was not beating, uh, going crazy. I could breathe again. Mm-hmm. And I remember just going. I remember we had meetings that day. And, you know, you do individual ones. And then, like, you go and talk in group and stuff. And you figure out what's going on with you. And I would just remember, like, yo, like, I know we're all here in a psych ward, and I don't mean this to sound crazy, and they, they laughed at that. And then I was just like, but, yo, I, I, felt, I felt God last night. Yes. I felt him. Yes. And this a woman stood up. I'll never forget her. Her name was Heather. She was this big, fat, white lady who had a drug problem. Sweetest woman on, on earth, but she, mm. was, she was a little wackadoodle. Mm-hmm. I remember she got up, and she gave me a hug, and she said, I felt him last night, too. Wow. And she was afraid to say something in the meeting. And then you said something. And then I said something in the meeting. And mm-hmm. so that, that moment right there, I was like, yo, God is real. He's real. God is it, real. Yeah. It's, God it, is real. I definitely, yeah. And people think you're crazy when you talk about that shit. No, nah, man, because they just haven't probably experienced they that. They haven't experienced It's all about experience. Yeah. And like, it's all about experience. I, I, I like, I, even with my social media, like, I'll, I'll take time out and just be like, yo, put your trust in God. And well, yeah, okay. exactly. That's another that, thing, and too. So, and then some people will be like, yo, you're okay? I'm like, yeah, dude, I love God. Yeah, no, yeah, right. <laughs> I think I'm better than a lot of people, yeah, to be honest. No, honestly, honestly, man. And I do the same thing. I spread that word everywhere. I spread, like, I spread the idea of God and praying everywhere that I go, literally. Yeah, anytime, anytime somebody tells me about anything that I accomplished or anything that they love about me or whatever, I give the glory to him instead. You know what I mean? I give Absolutely. the glory, I give, I give the glory upstairs instead. You know, that's that's always been my thing. You know, it's it's a it's a, it's crazy that you had that, but in that moment, that's when you needed that. That's when I needed it. it. If you didn't go to church that day, it might have never happened. It probably might not even happen. It's probably might not even happen. You know what I'm saying? You could have went to church in a whole different mindset the Who next knows? week. Yeah, yeah. It was that's that, that moment, moment, that timing. This is the timing. You know, and people, people that have felt that, they know that feeling. They, they know, know it. They man. know it. And that's when they have this kind of conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, we understand. We understand each other. Some people are gonna be watching this, but yo, what the yo, fuck is going guys on? talking about? <laughs> yo. Um, so listen, we'll get ready to wrap this up. You're a busy, dude. Um, yeah, I got Versace on. Yeah, you got Versace. You, 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 <laughs> you got Versace on. Um, so you will be getting into the podcast space. Yes. All right. Cool. Awesome. You got my word. All right. Cool. Um, where can they find you on the internet? Where can they find tickets? Uh, where can they find anything that's Rennie on the internet? Everything. You find it Rennie, R-E-N-N-Y, across all social media platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. And oh, you out here snapping stuff? I know, right? Damn, yeah, I, mean, bro, I, was, I haven't snapped in mad long. No, no, no. I've actually been like, like trying to like, trying to show love here and there. But yeah, no, I know people to, don't like, to. you know, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, sad story. <laughs> but, 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 uh, yeah, Randy across all platforms. And 
Tickets will be available. While they are available. So while they are, it's Rennie.com. It's Rennie.com. All right. Or I T S R E Pretty much. It's simple. It's simple. I still got it. Also, man, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Keep going. Also, plug, like, plug yeah. Away. Link in the bio on Instagram. But yeah, 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 yeah. I'll put the link in uh, the description below. But yo, man, thank you so much. Thank I mean, you. we're we're boys now, yes, so we're gonna sir. be talking about a lot of shit. Yes, but, sir. But um, thank you for taking the time out and actually just honestly, he chilled with me all day. Definitely. So, like, <laughs> we hung out for like twelve hours. We was lit. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. And I need a refill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, thank you for coming on the show. And thank obviously, you. you're welcome to come on anytime. And then if you ever need anything, hit me up, bro. That's yes, it. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Thank you guys for watching. Peace. Uh, Check out Rennie everywhere on the internet. I'll post it over there and I'm out. Peace.